Another Troy Trojan heading to the Senior Bowl. Offensive lineman, Jake Andrews. It's Locked On Sunbelt. You are Locked On Sunbelt, your daily podcast on the Sunbelt Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Sunbelt. I'm your host, Dave Schultz. It's your team every day. Special guest tonight, Jake Andrews, offensive lineman from the Troy Trojans. He's one of two Trojans going to play in the Senior Bowl. And it's a little bit odd. He uh, decided to go to the draft and then got an invite to the Combine and then got an invite to uh, the Senior Bowl. So a little bit out of order. Usually it's declare for the draft, Senior Bowl, and then Combine. But I'm sure he will uh, take it. Uh, He goes over... Uh, going from inside alignment and guard to uh, center. He's very excited uh, to do that. Uh, actually started on the defensive side of the ball in, in high school, and then he moved over to the offensive line. Uh, talks about, you know, how Troy turned things around under John Sumrall, playing with Carlton Marshall, a little bit size differential between the two. Jake 6'3", uh, 320-ish, and Carlton 5'9-ish and 200-ish. Uh, and so... Uh, You'll hear what he says about that. Uh, You'll hear about his favorite game uh, and what he's trying to accomplish down at uh, the Senior Bowl. So joining us now is offensive lineman from the Troy Trojan Center, Jake Andrews. All right, welcome back to another edition of Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. I'm your host, Dave Schultz. Thrilled to be joined by Jake Andrews from the Troy Trojans. Uh, He has uh, declared for the NFL draft. He's been invited to the NFL Combine. Uh, and he will be down in Mobile coming to the Senior Bowl. That seemed to be all in a little reverse, Jake. Thanks for hopping on. You got the Combine invite before you got the Senior Bowl invite. That's usually not how it works. I know. it. I was uh, I was really excited for that. Uh, you know, I talked to my agents. They were like, hey, be on the lookout for it, you know. And I was like, oh, well, I'll probably be one of the last ways to get it, you know, being in a small school. And then, lo and behold, the next morning got the, got the email and uh, was excited about that and was uh, – thinking man if only I could get into the senior bowl that'd be that'd be the icing on top of the cake for that and uh uh, that came uh I guess a day or two later so it's a really exciting time for me right now how did you find out that you were uh going to the senior bowl usually those are uh, elaborate uh you know made for viral videos yeah uh so you know I've I haven't been uh in Troy for the past few weeks uh coach Summerall called me and uh he had a um, some good, good news for me. And, uh, you know, we spoke and, um, uh, Jim Nagy, the director, uh, got on the phone with, uh, with a little three-way call and, you know, he, he let me know I was, I was going to be able to come down there and uh, have a little fun. And, uh, it was really exciting. It was good. It was good stuff. All right. So let's back it up. How did you end up at Troy, Alabama kid going to a, a home, a home state school? How'd we end up at Troy? Oh yeah. So Troy was actually my first offer. I, uh, I came down to a camp, I, I guess my ninth or 10th grade year, one summer, and uh, I was a D lineman at the time. And uh, the offensive line coach had been to practice and told my head coach, he was like, man, you're doing this guy a disservice uh, having him at D line. He needs to be playing offensive line. So came down to a camp, uh, did it as an offensive lineman for the first time, um, got an offer. That was my first one. Then I got a bunch more. Uh, I was one of those guys that just, you know, everybody in the mid-major uh, started offering me a few power fives here and there and uh, came on a visit um, my junior year and uh, met two of my best buddies, Dale Gaston and Dylan Bradshaw, who 
played I played right beside him for a few years. Uh, just kind of fell in love with it uh, close to home. Um, big, big time family atmosphere, and those two guys really made me feel at home. Um, and yeah, like I said, I just loved it. I, I, I couldn't say no. So when you said the coach was was telling others that they were doing a disservice, why why were you better better fitted to play uh, offensive line instead of defensive line? Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I I'd had a little success uh, early on in high school playing defensive line. You know, my 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 head coach at the time in high school. Uh, kind of pitched the whole idea that colleges love smart defensive linemen that can really, uh, really move and uh, are athletic. Because at the time, you know, I was, I was about 230. Um, like I said, athletic, smart, uh, versatile. I played in and three tech and I could play a little nose here and there too if I had to. Um, and I guess he came to practice and kind of saw me move around. And um, like I said, he, he told my coach, he was like, man, th this, this cat needs to be playing offensive line. And um yeah, and anyway, ended up he uh, he probably said said uh, some of the best words that could have ever ever been said yeah. that that got me where I'm at now, and I'm I'm really grateful for him. All right, you have uh, matured a little bit, slightly grown, uh, six three three twenty five. Uh, has Jim Nagy said what position is best suited for you? Uh, because uh, you've played all the positions so far, right? You were a guard last year, highly rated on Pro Football Focus, and then well, we'll just move him to center. Yeah, yeah, he, uh, he he mentioned a little bit of center and a little bit of guard. Um, I think there's some people out there that would like to see me play uh, guard and maybe a little bit of a different scheme than what I, I played um, in, at Troy. Um, since, you know, this year I, we played in more of a pro-style offense um, and I, I was at center. So I think they want to see, you know, he, he has a lot of experience at guard, but can he do it in a different style of offense? So, um, you know, hopefully I get the chance to do that. It sounds like I'm going to. And uh, yeah, hopefully I make the best of that opportunity. All right. So as an offensive lineman, let's let's you know be honest about what Troy was this year. It was kind of run and play defense, uh, and maybe Gunnar Watson can make a couple of big plays, which he did. Right? I mean, he yep. he made a huge play. I don't think he played all game long. Comes off the bench against South Alabama, uh, converts a huge third down, uh, and then he goes gangbusters in the Sun Belt Championship game. We you know and it's like we don't know who this guy is anymore. We you know we. We thought we knew who Gunnar Watson was, and all of a sudden he's, uh, you know, he's an All-American. Uh, kind of reverts back to form in the bowl game, but I don't know if you've seen a replay of the touchdown, the second touchdown. It was just well-thrown, caught, and covered, right? I mean, nobody made a mistake on that whole play, yeah. uh, and he came through. But as an offensive lineman, do you prefer the, the kind of offense that Troy had, kind of just run the ball? I mean, they, you guys didn't really do too much against South Alabama instead – just kind of run the ball, punt, and take your uh, take your shots when you get them. Yeah, I mean, I, I love that pro style offense. You know, uh, you, you talk about the South Alabama game. That was our our mentality. That game was to run yeah. the football. We we knew, you know, not that we didn't trust uh, Daggy or anything like that. I mean, he's a he's a renowned quarterback. You know, um, really good arm, really good guy. But uh, we, we we went into that game knowing we wanted to make a statement for kind of the rest of the season. Let's beat our rival. Uh, secure the West at the time for now and, um, you know, see where that takes us. And we, we, we really tried since the beginning of the season and uh, even when the new coaching staff got there to pride ourselves on the run uh, run game. And, you know, we kind of struggled um, beginning of the season. I say kind of, but we, we did struggle. Um, and, you know, we finally started clicking here and there. And then we finally got a little bit of consistency towards the end of the season. And like I said, we just really all year we wanted to pride ourselves in running the football. And uh, when we were finally able to do that, that was it, it was it was rewarding for us. You know, it, I know a lot of people, you know, they'll they'll point fingers at the O-line or at Gunner or, 
you know, whoever they want. And, um, you know, we, we as an offensive line understood that the, the team's going to go as we do. And, you right. know, we, we gave it our best every game, no matter what, what it looked like, what the outcome was. Um, you know, we did, and we ended up winning the conference championship, finishing the season ranked, and uh, winning the bowl game against a really good UTSA team. And I think that's, that's about all anybody can ask for. All right, more to come from center from the Troy Trojans at Jake Andrews. But first, let me tell you about, are you looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fat and calories? Then you got to try Built Bar. We just got through the holidays, and I know my goal is to eat a little healthier this year. If you're like me, where you want to eat healthier but don't want to compromise taste, then you got to try Built Bar. With Built, healthy is actually tasty. Seriously, they're so delicious, and you won't think they're good for you. Perfect for your New Year's resolution. What makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they're all covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. And they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. I'm not sure how Built does it, but these bars taste like candy while maintaining amazing macros. And what's even better is that they're healthy. Only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, with 17 grams of protein. And now you don't need to wait around to get a box. For years, we've been talking about ordering your Built Bars at Built.com. Now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today, walk to the pharmacy section, and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a four-box, four-bar box of chocolate, four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. If you're close to Sam's, run and grab a 13-bar box with our favorite flavors, brownie batter and churro. You can thank me later. All right, I got it. I haven't gone to Sam's. I need to. I need to replenish my uh, protein shakes, and I will report back once I get my built bars. I'm all about cookies and uh, cream. All right, let's hear more from uh, Jake Andrews. Again, you'll hear about his uh, favorite game uh, playing for Troy, uh, what it was like playing in the bowl game, uh, and much more as we continue our conversation with Troy Trojan Center, Jake Andrews. Yeah, we're talking with Jake Andrews, Troy Trojans, uh, offensive lineman heading to the Senior Bowl on Lockdown Sunbelt. I'm not exactly sure what your definition of struggle is compared to my definition of struggle, but uh, Troy did not lose a ball game since September, and the last time they had lost a ball game was on Hail Mary. So not a whole lot of struggling. And the other loss was, you know, first game under John Sumrall, 28 to 10 to Ole Miss. So I'm, I'm not exactly sure either one of those situations is struggling. But I didn't want to talk about that because – you know, the John Summerall's of the world are ruining it for everybody else when you go in to Troy, team that was had some talent but had a losing record last year and wins a conference championship. You know, the, the West is very tough. The Sun Belt, uh, it, you know, got a great pub when those three teams won the Power Five games early on in the season. What did Coach do and instill early on? Because he had been there before. Did he recruit you? And what did he do to turn Troy around? Uh, no, he didn't recruit me. Um, you know, when I, when I committed there, he was still there at the time. And, you know, we talked on the phone and all that. I talked to a bunch of the guys on the staff at the time, but no, he didn't recruit me. Um, I really did. I, I liked who he was. I knew about him and had spoken to him when he was there previous, but, um, no, anyway, I mean, he, if you ever are around coach Summerall, you, you just, he, his energy is contagious. You know, he doesn't, he doesn't have any bad days. He's just all around a charismatic, good guy. And, uh, you know, a guy that you'd go to war with, absolutely. After, after five minutes of talking to him, you, you, you already know, like I'd run through a brick wall for him. And we all would have. Everybody on the team uh, felt that way. And I, I could say that 100%. Um, but our, our core four 
our four core um, characteristics were attitude, toughness, discipline, and love. And I don't think there was a day that went by where we didn't mention them or talk about them or uh, discuss them um, at least at least two, three times a week. I mean, we, we knew that, that that's what we wanted to build a team around. And I mean, we did, we, we played with, uh, with insane toughness. We were some of the, we were one of the toughest, most physical teams that I think in the country, um, mm-hmm. at any, any level, um, we had, a, we had a lot of love for each other. Um, our attitude was always, always good. Our locker room was the best it's ever been, uh, since I've been there really good, high character guys. And I mean, this is the, the culture turnaround from what we had previously, um, was really the biggest thing. And, that's like that's. I mean, that's the biggest thing in college football nowadays. You always hear culture, culture, culture. Uh, right. You're either, you're either going to talk about it or be about it, and we were we were about it. So I think that was the biggest thing, and a lot of that is from the players, but it's also a lot from what Coach Summerall instilled in us. Well, uh, that culture sh- uh, shined through after the win against South Alabama. You tried to give the division back to the Jaguars by falling behind seventeen to nothing midway through the uh, the third quarter at Louisiana. What turned that ball game around? Yeah, it's funny you say that. That's one of my favorite games of the year. Looking back, just because yeah, it is of, now. <laughs> yeah, now now it is. Yeah. It wasn't at the time. No, but um, you know, we go into halftime, and you know, nothing nothing's wrong. You know, we we we've been there before. There were a few games uh, earlier on in the season we had been down and had to claw back and fight. Maybe not that that big of a deficit, but uh, we always ended up winning. And uh, it, it's actually funny, you know, my mom and my dad they come to every game and. Uh, after the game, them and my fiance, they're sitting there and they're like, what were y'all doing? You know, what, what, what does he say to y'all at halftime? Like, what, what are y'all thinking? And I told, I, I told him straight up, I was just like, you know, we, we were not worried about it at all. We, we knew we could win the game. We knew we were going to win the game if, if, if it was left up to us. And it was left up to Kamani Vidal, his, his big run, yeah, two, sure two big runs at the very end of the game. And, yeah. um, you know, that just that entire fourth quarter was just such a, such a, a team quarter. I mean, you couldn't ask for any better defense. You couldn't ask for any better offense. And uh, like I said, just the, those those four core um, characteristics that we build upon. I mean, we we live them out all the time, and that, that's what we did. And I'm really glad we won that one because now it can be my favorite game. <laughs> well, then then did you lean on that ball game in the bowl game because you guys fell behind UTSA twelve nothing, and you know they're one of the highest scoring teams in the nation. And after the twelve, you guys blinked them. Uh, and that allowed whatever offense you guys needed uh, to get going. Yeah, I tell you what, the definition of a second half team—that's for sure. Except for the Sun Belt Championship, man. Right. Having having a defense like that in the second half, and then you know, offense being able to make make a little bit of adjustments, some corrections here and there, uh, to to put put our foot on the gas in the second half. The ability that we had to do that all year was was incredible, and I, I'm really grateful for it because we. We, uh, I think we put a little bit of uh, fun and pride back in back in the city of Troy and, and, and uh, the athletics in Troy. So I'm really hoping that that continues. Uh, it is a locked on Sun Belt, uh, your team every day, talking with uh, former Troy Trojans offensive lineman Jake Andrews. Let's talk about that Sun Belt championship. Grayson McCall came back. He was banged up, had missed uh, three ball games. You know, watching it from afar, it looked like one team wanted to be there. And one team did not. I don't know if they were just shocked. Uh, I mean, it felt like uh, all the passes were like, you know, 15 yards and then like 60 yards running after that. Uh, but you guys came out of ball fire. Give, I guess, give Coastal Carolina some credit because they, they you know, hung tough in the second half. They didn't go away. Could have got a lot uglier. Uh, but it just felt like you guys were all amped up, raring to go uh, in that Sunbelt Championship game and got off to what was it? Like 17? Wasn't it like 17 nothing? Like midway through the first quarter? 
Yeah, first quarter. I think it was 31 nothing halftime, 24 nothing halftime, yeah. something like that. Crazy. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was fun. Uh, no, I mean, we definitely wanted to be there. Can't really speak for them. Uh, they're a heck of a football team. They always are, always have been. Right. I think I think uh, our mindset, you know, for some of the guys that have been there for a few years, we kind of owed it to them for what had happened the past – the previous three years, you know, uh, all the close games where – you know, they were they probably were the better team. You know, who who really knows? Their record definitely showed that they were. And um, you know, we, we came up short and um, you know, I, I in my mind it's it's probably a little rivalry construing over there, you know, those those mm. tight games and then having having a game like that in the uh, conference championship, um, you know, definitely I have to assume for them leaves a bad taste in their mouth and um, you know, a little bit of revenge in ours. So um it's going to be a good game for the coming years, and I'm, I'm hoping they get to see each other uh, more often. All right, couldn't have you on a podcast. You're a center. You got to go after those linebackers. How difficult is it to block Carlton Marshall? I've been hit very, very, very hard about four times in my career where you just they're, – they're notable hits. And <laughs> I, kid, I kid you not, three of them are from Carlton Marshall in a, in a practice, whether we had pads on or not, man. He gets under you, gets in your chin, gets in your chest, uses his entire body, his head, his hands, his hips, his feet, everything. And he shocks, shocks linemen, shocks blockers. Um, he, he, I tell people all the time, and I'm not afraid to, not afraid to say it at all, and I'm not biased at all. Uh, just because, you know, he's one of my good buddies and I played with him for so long, but he is the best football player I've ever seen with my own two eyes. I, I don't, I don't care what anybody has to say about it. I, I believe that 100%. Just he, you can look at his size all you want. He's down here with me training right now uh, in Pensacola mm-hmm. for the combine and all that. And I, I, I'm telling you, he, he's the best football player I've ever seen with my two eyes. I, I love him to death. He's a great guy, but if you take all that away, football, he's, He's got some God-given talent. Maybe not God-given size, but God-given talent. And he, he is an instinctive dude. He knows the game of football really well. Yeah, it should be noted, Jake Andrews is uh, 6'3", 325-ish. And uh, Carlton Marshall, 5'9"-ish. Maybe uh, maybe 200 pounds. Maybe a little bit more. He's built <laughs> like a brick house. But, I mean, that's the size differential that we're talking about here. Um all right, so now let's talk about uh, you moving from – we already do- talked about moving from defensive line to offensive line, but then you – I mean, you were playing tackle, then you moved into guard, and then you went to center. How, how did – you know, how did that come about? And, and talk about the difference between tackle and guard. And you're kind of big for a center, right? I mean, Jason Kelsey is one of the premier centers in the NFL, and he's listed at 6'3", 285. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Jason Gilson is actually he, – he's my favorite favorite guy to watch oh, in the go. league. Um, no, you know, I played tackle uh, a little bit in high school. I never got – I never got to uh, play it in in, uh, in college, and that's probably for the better. I'm not I'm not the longest guy. Um, mm. It, it probably, probably wouldn't have went too well. Um, but, uh, yeah, going from guard to center was, was a huge change uh, for me. I, I, I knew the center position, um, but it was, it was a lot – um, to learn just the, the style of offense that we were trying to implement um, with the new coaching staff this year, you know, going from a spread concept where, you know, you're kind of, you're kind of on tracks the whole time. You're not super worried about an ID. You know, you're really, it's, you know, like, like it, like it says, you know, you're trying to spread everybody out. You're trying to run, you're trying to create lanes, um, get, get defenders out in space with, with, with your best athletes and trying to get in this pro style offense that I've never really uh, haven't been in since, 
uh, you know, ninth or 10th grade year when I was playing defense was a little difficult. But uh, Coach Popovich and Coach Craddock uh, really helped me out a lot, um, you know, teaching me, teaching me kind of the intricacies of a pro-style offense. Uh, it didn't come very easy, uh, I'll admit that. Uh, but once I finally got the hang of it and got rolling, um, I was rotating at center and guard. And then uh, we had a few injuries that, you know, kind of uh, limited the competition at center. And uh, I slid in there and uh, I guess I did a good enough job to to keep going. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad I did because I wouldn't want to change a thing from the season with the uh, outcomes we got. But, yeah, it, it, it was it was fun to uh, be able to play center because I've always wanted to. Um, always wanted to just, you know, be able to be the first guy to touch the ball every, every snap. So, um, but yeah, that was fun. I got to give a lot of credit to uh, Alex Ward and uh, Coach Popovich for helping me out with that transition. All right. So now you're down there in Pensacola. You know, you said you're training for the combine, but you got to train for the, the senior bowl first. So the it's very odd where practices are much more important than the game. Uh, you'll be going one-on-one -on -one with some, you know, big time defensive tackles. Um, so how do you get ready for, for that and then kind of shift it to where, you know, they're going after the measurables more than anything else in the combine? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, for, for, for me, a guy that's not going to, you know, be a freakish measure, you know, I'm not going to have the 36 inch arms, I'm not going to be, you know, six, five, all that good stuff. Um, I, I just got to go out there and compete my tail off. Um, you know, some of the things I'm, I'm doing to get ready is uh, definitely a lot of the mental side of it, obviously down here training, uh, getting some of that physical stuff um, going right now. But, you know, as soon as they announce the teams, I'm going to be harping on somebody to get me some film from from the guys I'm going to be going against in practice um, just so I can kind of get a head start on those. It's like you said, it's kind of weird. Those are your teammates throughout the week. But, you know, the practices are the most important thing. Right. Um, you know, the game, the game's a game. It'd be fun to win. You know, it's, it's a fun time. But at the end of the day, you got to make your money in the practices. And, you know, I, I, I pride myself on watching a lot of film and, uh, being able to uh, break guys down and, you know, figure out who they are, what they like to do, um, you know, probably to a deeper level than uh, some people may may think about film. Um, so, yeah, I can't wait to get the teams, get the teams announced, figure out who I need to, who I need to start studying. So what are your measurables? I mean, we know your height and your weight. I mean, are we getting with this already with the short arms and the small hands? I presume you have big hands because you're a big guy, but all right, so what are your measurables? Is that again that for someone who didn't play football, that's the most annoying thing ever because you can either play football or you can't play football. And you know, an inch or two on the arms, I guess is gonna matter, but I you know, I'm not the one making the pick. So what are what how long are your arms? Uh yeah, they're thirty they're 33s. Um oh, okay. Uh about six two and a half ish. Right now about three fifteen. So oh. you know, nothing that's gonna stand out on paper nothing that's gonna you know get a red flag going anywhere i, I would hope um but you know hopefully it's good enough <laughs> are you trying to bulk up or slim down or just you know i uh yeah you know i'd like i'd like to lean up a little bit maybe maybe okay. drop eight to ten pounds just you know especially for the combine um right. definitely want right. to kind of want to maintain for the senior bowl just what i'm used to playing at just so i don't lose any of uh of that strength or just kind of that that um I guess that callus, that full body callus you kind of get of knowing, um, understanding your body at a certain weight, being able to play it that, you know, all year consistently. I don't want to just sit here and say, okay, let's break off 10 pounds and, you know, be 10 pounds lighter playing when I've, I've never done that. So, Can you feel the difference between 5 and 10 pounds? 
Absolutely. The difference between oh, really? being being 310 and being 320 or 305 and, you know, 315 is it's for me, at least it, it's 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 pretty noticeable. Mm. It, it really is, you, you know, with with just with obviously weight distribution and, you know, being able to create leverage and create drive and power, especially when you're going against heavier defensive linemen, you know, most of them 280, 275 is 290. But when you get those those big tackles in there that are 300 pounds, you know, the same as you, you 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 realize when they weigh a little bit more than you are not. Right. He is Jake Andrews, former offensive lineman with Detroit Trojans. Uh, he is heading to the Combine, and he's heading to the Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama. Thank you so much for hopping on Locked On Sunbelt. Congratulations on a tremendous career, and uh, we will see you in Mobile. Rumors have it, Jake, that the draft starts in Mobile. I don't know if you've heard that before. I've heard it. <laughs> I really appreciate you having me on. Thanks, Jake. All right, I want to thank uh, Jake Andrews for hopping on Locked On Sunbelt, your team uh, every day. We'll see him in Mobile in a couple of weeks for the Senior Bowl. Uh, we will get to week number three of uh, Sunbelt Hoops uh, later on uh, this week. We're also expecting uh, Tim Belk, new head coach of Coastal Carolina, will hop on later in the week uh, as well. And next week, we'll probably have a Jared Clark, defensive lineman from Coastal Carolina. Uh, joining us on the show as well. want to thank you very much for tuning in to another edition of the Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. Have a great night, everybody.